et pater tuus, qui videt in redet tibi. And thy father, who seeth in secret, will repay it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We enter today not only into the great fast of 40 days, we enter as well into 40 days of ceaseless, uninterrupted adoration of the Lamb. The Lamb hidden, the Lamb concealed, the Lamb who out of his hiddenness draws us to himself and into the hiddenness that is his. What is the meaning of this 40-day fast? The meaning of these 40 days of unbroken adoration and praise. Sons, you remember that several times last week, Mother Scholastica told us that in the glory of heaven, all the charisms that adorn the church will fade away. And one alone will remain. The charism of adoration and praise. The fathers of the church were fond of saying that monks do on earth what the angels do in heaven. The life of the monk is an uninterrupted sanctus, 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 holy, 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 before the throne of God and of the Lamb. And so the monastic life is, for the sake of all the church, an anticipation of the joys of heaven in this valley of tears. During these 40 days, people will be coming from all over Ireland to participate in the uninterrupted adoration and praise of this monastery. How fitting it was to hear in the prophecy of Joel, call a solemn assembly Gather together the people. And then, did you hear this? Sanctificate ecclesiam, sanctify the church. Oh, when I heard Tom Elijah chant that phrase, my heart leapt. 
sanctify the church. Forty days of adoration that we begin today, and the forty days of the great Lenten fast are a work by which and in which God sanctifies his church. Assemble the ancients, the old people among us. Gather together the little ones. This great work of uninterrupted adoration is open to all. This foretaste of heaven is presented to all. This great work by which the church is sanctified is within the reach of all. In the gospel, our Lord invites us to hiddenness. There is nothing more hidden than the sacred host. The sacred host exposed to our adoration is the mystery of the hiddenness of God. Did not St. Thomas sing Adoro de devoto Latinus Deus Devoutly do I adore you O hidden God. One of the fruits of adoration of the Most Blessed Sacrament is the grace of hiddenness. The more a soul adores the hidden God, the more that soul is drawn into the hiddenness of the host. And in the same sixth chapter of St. Matthew's Gospel, the same sermon of our Divine Lord, he says, When you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites who love to pray standing in the synagogues and at the street corners in order that they may be seen by men. Amen, I say to you, they have had their reward. But when thou prayest, go into thy room for 40 days. This chapel will become that room. Just as the upper room room of the Last Supper, the room of the ceaseless prayer of the apostles united around Mary, the mother of Jesus, the room of Pentecost. That was a hidden room. That was the hidden source of the sanctification of the church. The title of our monastery is Monastery of the Blessed Virgin Mary in the synagogue, the upper room, that place of hiddenness. 
and during these 40 days, people will come here to hide themselves in this place of hiddenness. Come to discover here the hiddenness of God in the sacred host. Our Lord says, when thou prayest, go into thy room and closing thy door, pray to thy Father in secret, and thy Father who sees in secret will reward thee. People sometimes have a curious notion about the sacred host. They have the idea that somehow our divine Lord in the most holy sacrament of the altar is inert. that our Lord is there, really present, but doing nothing. It's curious that people have this idea. When we read in the Epistle to the Hebrews that Christ stands in the heavenly holy of holies beyond the veil where he makes intercession for us. Our divine Lord hidden in the host, is supremely active, sanctifying the church. Our divine Lord in the sacred host presents to his Father the wounds in his hands and in his feet and in his side. He pleads for his bride and body, the church. He pleads on behalf of sinners. And we who come here to adore him are drawn into his pleading, into the hiddenness of his prayer in the host. Let us then become like little children, for only little children can enter into the hiddenness of the host. Let us become very poor, we have to enter into Lent having nothing, letting go of everything. Even of those things that we think give us fools that we are, some credit in the sight of God. I said to my sons this morning that we begin Lent with empty hands. We had a ceremony in our chapter room this morning the distribution of Lenten books. Each brother received a special book for Lent and came to me and received it with empty hands. And then you all came forward a few moments ago to receive ashes on your head, presenting yourselves like little children, doing nothing but allowing something mysterious to be done to you. This is the way of prayer, to enter into the silence and hiddenness of the host wherein God acts mysteriously but mightily. Let us then, dear sons, and those who will be coming to the monastery over the next 40 days, let us enter into the desert of the sacred host, into the hiddenness of the host, into the silence of the host.
Christ. And this for the sanctification of the church. In the name of the Father.